I'm the bad guy. I can never do it. I try every time and then I'm like, oh, I'm too shy. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. My name is Evan and this is Make It A Podcast. And I'm Katie. <laughs> so, um, Katie, how are you doing? What's up? I'm good. I'm just having a horrible time being a person with a uterus and stuff like that, you know? What is that? I'm, I'm not enjoying it today. I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> like, I am a person who wants children in the future and I was genuinely like, adoption. Just get rid of it all and adoption. And uh, next week's show, Katie talked about her hysterectomy. <laughs> Other than that, I'm fine. How are you, Evan? I'm very well. I just accepted a job offer today. Got offered on the spot. You did. Very excited to go into something new and progress and move forward because in 2022, I would like to pick up and leave this place. So, you know? My fingers are crossed for you. My fingers are crossed. Uh, Cross all the body parts. No, that sounds weird. Um... but um this is a bit of a we've decided because we are this you know us is moving forward this podcast and we have some new things to introduce so okay i'm gonna let you introduce our first new segment so our first segment this week that we want to introduce is called commons corner so it will be commons corner for flushed away and i popped it up onto popped it up haha, onto our instagram <laughs> and evan did on his own instagram and i will share some responses now i was meant to pop it up on my own was about to do it and then got sidetracked and um, covid brain is a real thing don't have it anymore just for people that aren't called let me get my screenshot. Yeah, so I have a, we got one response from our question box, but the person who responded was very nice. And yeah, they just said it's a silly, fun and original and it's everything a dream walk still is like in cases. And so that was that one. And yeah, did you get any more, Evan? Yeah, I have two more here. Um so I have one that said, uh, a comment that said, Flushed Away is honestly an iconic movie. That's how they feel about it. Mm-hmm. And then another one uh, saying, someone has never seen Flushed Away. <laughs> Which, okay, thank for, I mean, I appreciate the comment. Thank you for giving us that. But, you know, it's on That's Netflix. Really honest. Yeah. <laughs> it not, it's on Netflix if you want to check it out. So, you know, that was fun. I'm sure this episode will get us a lot of comments next week. But we also have a brand new segment after this one. We do. What's that? It's time for the pop news. Woo! Let me get some news, cast your music on. Um, I was going to say that. I was like, before, as you were saying that in my head, I was like, do, 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 do. <laughs> so uh, this is a new segment where I talk about, uh, well, we talk about the current uh, events in pop culture over the last week or so. Um, I want to start off with this one, even though it happened. We wanted to talk about this last week, but we forgot the Met yes. Gala. Mm-hmm. So 2021 Met Gala took place. It was the first Met Gala in two years due to COVID. It did not happen last year. So no. Met Gala, it required uh, all vaccinated celebrities show up and 
Some people did not disappoint. Some people did. So who were our favourites of the night? Oh, my favourite. Oh, I have to say it's probably uh, Lil Nas. Yeah. Oh, my God. He looked amazing. He was just, it was just so gaga. And it was just everything you needed. Like, <laughs> I was like, you know what? Yeah. What? Why not three of Why, Why not? not? Why what, not? What's stopping you? Like, um, I have to say, like, I liked J-Lo as well. Oh, J-Lo looked great. J-Lo looks absolutely he- beautiful. People weren't mad on it, but like Cowboy is coming back. <laughs> Cowboy yeah. is, and she hit the nail on the head with the team. Like I, I feel like people forget that there's a team to the Met Gala, hmm. and I think they think it's just like another, I don't know, like Oscars or something. And people were like, "Oh, why did they wear something like that?" I'm like, "Well, because there was a team, like you know." And some people didn't hit the mark. Some people like. We're not in that part yet. I'll get onto that part of who we didn't love in a second. Yeah. Um, let's see. Who did I love? Loved Billie Eilish. Loved Olivia Rodrigo. Thought she looked great. Who else? Oh, God. So many people in my head. And they've just gone. Lupita Nyong'o looked amazing. Yeah. Tiki Palmer looks yeah. great. We got so many people. Uh, and now not a, lot, not a lot of people are mad on his look, but I loved Pete Davidson's look. But that may, maybe that's because I love him. What did he wear? He wore a dress with a white blazer and round sunglasses. Yeah, I did love that. Actually, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, wait, what for a second? I forgot. No, I did. Um, yeah, um, a lot of people didn't like that, actually. A lot of people. I think it was more Harry, uh, Harry Styles fans didn't like that. Okay, Harry Styles did not. Leave Harry, Styles, leave Harry Styles out of this, Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm saying his fans. I didn't yeah, say I him. Yeah, I know. I'm saying to his fans, leave him out of this. I don't want to hear his name. <laughs> Oh, I meant me. I was like, Evan. I was no, just no, 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 not you. Who? Oh, God. I mean, some absolute misses of the night. Addison Ray, very yes. bad. That's what I was going to say. Very bad. She, she just looked like she was going to an award show. And I don't like the wig. Oh, God, no. Justin and Haley looked boring as hell. Yeah, they again looked like they were going to an award show. Um, Timothy Chamelay just didn't hit the nail on no. the head. He just... Megan Fox looked very bad. It was the hair. Mm. Uh, oh, and there's also, but the one bad look of the night that got everyone talking was Kim Kardashian. What was she? like? Some people liked it though. No. Like I heard people not slating that, and I was like, "How?" Like, I get, I get what you're doing, but honestly, don't. No, no, it absolutely missed it. People are comparing her to a Dementor. There's all these charity <laughs> shops in England putting bin bags on mannequins to replicate the look, which good on his because it's hilarious. Honestly. All right. That's all I have to say in the Met Gala. Do you have anything else? Uh, no, I don't. Um, and yeah, so this um, segment is really going to challenge me now, but I'm excited for it because I actually have to pay attention to what happens and not let it push over my head. But um, yeah, now we were really upset that we missed it. I think we mentioned it slightly at the end. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, no, we should have done that. Yeah. But I've got some other headlines here from the week. Uh, so let's it- talk about those. So this first one we kind of discussed on our Dairy Girls episode a little bit. So... If you haven't been paying attention, former media minister John Whittingdale was mocked on social media for his comments at the Royal Television Society. He compared the 
He complained that the public service broadcasters should do more for clearly British programming, including Only Pills and Horses and Dairy Girls. Mm. This uh, caused debate online amongst Dairy Girls fans. Dairy Girls creator Lisa McGee responded saying, I can't be dealing with this today. Siobhan McSweeney, who played Sister Michael, says Dairy Girls is made by a British company and aired by a British channel, but is in no way distinctively British. But what no. But what do I know? I mean, we kind of had that debate before. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. No, I actually did see that, but I forgot about it. You know what I'm like? But um, yeah, I can't remember who it was, but one of the... One of the cast posted about it as well. It was like like a little quote from the show and stuff. And I was just like, yeah, no. We all know our thoughts. If you don't know our thoughts, go back and listen to the Dairy Girl episode. But um, yeah, it's like when they said Paul Mesco was British. And he was like, <laughs> I'm Irish. <laughs> oh, God. Um. But yeah, uh, do you have any more pop news for us? Oh, yes, I do. I have a lot more, a lot more headlines for you. Okay. So two massive trailers dropped this week. Um, so the trailers for season three of You dropped, as well as the final trailer for the upcoming film Halloween Kills. So You season three, uh, Joe is back and married with a baby to a woman, uh, Love, who we met in season two. He absolutely despises her. Uh, the series looks to be an interesting one, putting a new female in the in the danger of Joe's actions. As for the Halloween Kills trailer, Michael Myers uh, continues to seek re- revenge following on from the events of 2018's Halloween. Uh, Halloween Kills will see Laurie Strode attempt to end Michael once and for all. Original cast members from the 1978 film Kyle Richards, Anthony Michael Hall and Nancy Stevens will rep- all reprise their roles from the original 1978 film in order to seek revenge on the serial killer. And those drop o- October 15th. Uh, you dropped on Netflix. Uh, Halloween Kills will be in cinemas. And if you're in the US, it's going to be in theatres and on Peacock as well. Mm. So I'll be busy that day. <laughs> I actually told Kevin I'm going to go see that with him. Oh, God, God bless him. I know. I've warned him, but because, like, he really likes, like, um, scary films. Um, <laughs> Evan has forced experience. That was mm. the last scary film I watched when we went to see what was it, Annabelle. Annabelle. It was shite. It wasn't good, but I honestly... <laughs> and um, that was the last... Scary film, I think I... No, actually it wasn't, but it was... I know it was. It was the last one I was really afraid of. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a bit weird when it comes to that, but we can we can talk about that another day because I have a lot to unpack. We, we can, but let's get on to our next headline. Um, And just like that, in a teaser for some upcoming HBO Max projects, the first footage from the Sex and the City reboot and Just Like That has been released. The show, the footage shows Carrie, Miranda and Charlotte all standing together as they wave to someone walking towards them. And it also shows Carrie sharing what looks like to be a romantic evening with Mr. Big, played by Chris Noth. Uh, we have talked about this in our Sex and the City episode, so you can go back and listen to that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, some people are excited. Some people are not buzzing. Some people just don't care. Like us? Well, I mean, I'm speaking for you. Mm. Well, no, I, I don't think you do. Yeah, yeah, I know, I don't know. All right, another big uh, event this week, the Emmys. The 2021 Emmys took place and people are absolutely buzzing about the winners. The Crown sweeped four awards, including Outstanding Drama Series, Outstanding Lead Actor, for that's for Josh O'Connell. Olivia Coleman won Outstanding Lead Actress. 
Tobias Menzies uh, won Outstanding Supporting Actor and Gillian Anderson for Outstanding Supporting Actress. It's often the crown. Another big winner uh, also won four awards was the Apple TV series Ted Lasso. Uh, won Outstanding Comedy Series. Outstanding Lead Actor in a Comedy Series went to Jason Sudeikis as well as other acting awards for Brett Goldstein and Hannah Waddingham. Uh, so that's for Ted Lasso as well. Another big winner, Mayor of Easttown, uh, picked up picked up three awards for uh, all acting awards for the lead, Kate Winslet, and supporting actors, Evan Peters and Julianne Nicholson. So, yeah, uh, I didn't watch Emmys, but I heard it was very good. And they all say I'm promising. I really want to watch that Mayor of Easttown show and Ted Lasso. So, you know. Alicia, now they're award worthy. Yeah, Nisa now. <laughs> and, you know, they're all available to watch. Crown is on Netflix. Ted Lasso's on Apple TV Plus and uh, Mayor V sounds on now, or you can probably get it on the Sky Store. Okay. And my final headline is for all my Real Housewives fans, mainly William. <laughs> I think William's going to love this one. Um, <laughs> for the first time in Real Housewives history, a reunion has been cancelled due to the <gasps> lowest ratings ever across the entire franchise. Uh, Bravo have said that they are now shifting their focus onto the next season and what's ahead. What one was that for? Real Housewives in New York. Ooh. And that's meant to be one of the good ones. Yeah. Very, like yeah, but I remember William said that it was good and then it just kind of went bad this season. So right, every union's never been cancelled, though. So, you know, I feel like New York's on its way out. Probably. Probably. But we'll, yeah, I have to get on that bandwagon, don't I? You really do. You should get a Hey You subscription. Feel- you will die. I have a Hey You subscription. Oh, I thought you just had but, now without the Hey You. No, sorry, I don't. I get, I buy it from my mom. Like I got it from my mom as a gift because she is obsessed. Like honestly, obsessed. She she watches them all, and <laughs> um, she does it genuinely. Like she watches everything that, like quote unquote, I should at my age. And um, I have, I like we have it downstairs. She's probably watching it right now. To be honest. Mm. So anyway. yeah. You should jump on the Real Housewives bandwagon. But we are not here to talk about the Real Housewives. Katie, what are we here to talk about? So it's a big week this week and it's time for Evan to shine. So this week we're going to dive straight into the ocean eyes of Billie Eilish. She doesn't even need an intro, so let's get into it. Evan, what is your history with Billie Eilish? My history with William Eilash. Um <laughs> Um, that's not her real name get on to her real name in a second Uh, my history of Billie Eilish I think it was the song on the 13 Reasons Why soundtrack was the first song that I heard it was the first time I heard her name because I remember listening to this the soundtrack on Spotify because I loved the music in the show that was in the first season when the show was like everyone loved it yeah and then I think the first time I proper heard like her own music on like from her first EP was probably when I was in New York in 2018 I feel like it played a lot kind of everywhere and like a bunch of stores and stuff and then she obviously became a huge star upon just before releasing her first album in 2019 and then I've just been obsessed with her ever since she's technically here with us I'm just gonna pull this down I'm gonna put it on socials but she is here with us today oh hello Billy hi she's technically here this is a doll of Billy that I have one of the many Billy items that I own. I am a freak, I know, but still. Sure, look, that's okay. Yeah, Evan is a small bit of a fan. A small, little bit. 
know. You know, well, what's your history with Miss Billie Eilish? So my history, um, I can't like I can't really remember when I got into her. Um, I watched Thirteen Reasons Why. I obviously heard her song on Thirteen Reasons Why, uh, season one. Can't remember, like as in that wasn't yeah. like a moment for me. Um, but I think it was like when she was gaining traction. So it was probably late. 2018 early 2019 when I started to hear about her and I think um uh I don't want to be you anymore was really floating around and I was like oh like whatever okay this girl is good I think I didn't like her for a long time because she was so good (laughs) (laughs) and I was just like oh yeah like whatever and then one day no it was just before actually um her first album came out and I just got into her and then I couldn't stop listening to her and I just really liked her. But that's kind of as far as it goes for me. Well, and that's my history. Well, we're going to have a history lesson into the life and career of Billie Eilish. Take so, me there. Take me to the place I love. Um, Billie, uh, her full name, Billie Eilish Pirate Baird O'Connell, was born in Los Angeles. Uh, she was conceived via IVF. I don't know why that's important information, but it is. She was born on December 18th, 2001. Oh, that make you sick. I know. I'm... Oh, Evan, stop. Let's not do this. <laughs> Let's not do this right now. Um, <laughs> Billy and her brother Phineas were uh, homeschooled uh, from a very young age due to their parents giving them the freedom to pursue music. Uh, mm-hmm. Her mother was a songwriter, taught a songwriting class, and her father was an actor who appeared, had small roles in certain films, one of them being Iron Man. So Billy started singing at age eight with the LA Children's Chorus. She wrote her first real song at age 11 for her mother's songwriting class. The song was apparently inspired by the TV show, The Walking Dead. Can I please hear that song? (laughs) So in 2015, a 13-year-old Billy started working on songs of Phineas and they released a song to SoundCloud. Uh, it, this is not what the song is called. They just released it to SoundCloud for fun. Um, later that year, Billy released, wrote and released Ocean Eyes, originally written for her dance teacher for her dance class. Uh, after being uploaded to SoundCloud, Ocean Eyes received a lot of listens and a lot of traction and Billy started getting a lot of attention. So in January 2016, Phineas and his manager signed a deal with Apple Music to sign Billy to the A&R company Platoon. They specialise in packaging emerging artists before they sign to a major record label. So um, through this, she got uh, a publicist and a stylist. On March 24, 2016, Ocean Eyes, the Ocean Eyes video hit YouTube and received a lot of praise and attention. June 2016, Billy released Six Feet Under SoundCloud. August 2016, Billy got signed to Derek Room and Interscope Records. March 2017, Billy had a song on the 13 Reasons Why soundtrack. Uh, June 2017, Apple showcased Billy at the South by Southwest Music Festival. Uh, in August of that year, Billy released the EP Don't Smile at Me. The singles were Ocean Eyes, Belly Ache, Watch, Copycat, I Don't Want to Be You Anymore, My Boy, and Party Favor. DP reached number 14 on the US charts and number 12 on the UK charts, but was number one on the alternative charts. 
October 2017, Billy embarked on the Don't Smile At Me tour, an 11-show US tour playing small venues such as hotels and uh, small venues in cafes. Uh, December 2017, Billy released an expanded edition of Don't Smile At Me. February 2018, Billy embarked on the Where's My Mind tour, playing theatres in Europe, US and Canada. July 2018, Billy released You Should See Me in a Crown and performed at the Mopop Festival. October 2018, Billy signed with the Next Management for fashion and beauty endorsements. November 2018, Billy released Come Out and Play for an Apple Music commercial. January 2019, Don't Smile at Me reaches 1 billion streams, making her the youngest artist to reach a billion streams. March 2019, Billy releases her debut album, When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? Singles were You Should See Me in a Crown, When the Party's Over, Bury a Friend, Wish You Were Gay, Bad Guy, and All the Good Girls Go to Hell. Oh, and also ILO, MILO. Um, this reached number one in 37 countries. And Billy became the first artist born in the 2000s to, make, to have a number one album in the UK. April 2019, Billy began her Where Do We All, When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go tour. And she played at Coachella that same month and played many other festivals. Um, November 2019, Billy released the single Everything I Wanted. January 2020, uh, Billy and Phineas announced that they are doing the Bond theme, No Time to Die, for the film of the same name. It became the second Bond theme to top the UK charts and the first by a female to do so. Mm. February 2020, Billy became the youngest and first female to win four Grammys in the four main categories. March 2020, she set out on her Where Do You Go world tour, but only played three dates due to the COVID-19 pandemic. I was meant to go in July, but that did not happen. No. Billy and Phineas performed for both iHeartMedia's Living Room Concert and Together at Home in aid for COVID-19 pandemic relief. Mm-hmm. July 2020, Billy released the song My Future. She became the youngest person to feature on Forbes Celebrity 100 list with earnings of $53 million. October 2020, Billy did a live stream concert of Where Do We Go to raise funds to support event crew members affected by the pandemic. Uh, that same month, she won three Billboard Music Awards. November 2020, she released Therefore I Am. February 2021, Billy released the documentary Billy Eilish, The World's a Little Blurry on Apple TV. Billy uh, won two Grammys in 2021 for Best Song, written for a visual media. That's for the No Time to Die Bond theme and Record of the Year with Everything I Wanted. July 2021, Billy released her second album, Happier Than Ever. The singles were My Future, Therefore I Am. Your Power, Lost Cause, NDA, and Happier Than Ever. And it reached number one again in over 30 countries. September 2021, Billy released the concert film Happier Than Ever, A Love Letter to Los Angeles on Disney+. Plus. Billy is set to go on her Happier Than Ever tour in 2022. And that is what Billy's up to and what, has been, what she's been up to. So we're going to get into a discussion of the career. And in order to prepare, uh, we watched or I watched the... Apple TV documentary, Billy Irish, The World's a Little Blurry. Did you? I didn't. No, I didn't get access. And then by the time I got around to it, it was five o'clock. So. Okay. So did you watch the other Disney Plus one, um, Love Letters to Los Angeles? 
I didn't either. I'm very sorry. Okay, well, this is the we can get into a big discussion. So, yeah. Okay. Where do you want to start? Uh, start with the world's a little blurry. Sorry, world's a little blurry. Okay. So yeah. this is very. It's so world's a little blurry has ninety eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's uh, two hours and twenty minutes long, very long, but it's necessary because so the way it's shot, a lot of the early footage when Billy is recording like the album and like when she's in her Don't Smile at Me era, they so her family live in the childhood home, like it's a tiny little home. Yeah, and they have they're having this major success. So Phineas is is the early footage. Phineas is recording the the recording sessions on his phone because he knows that she's going to be something he knows that she's going to do but she doesn't have faith in herself and that's really interesting to see like she just does not think that she's good enough okay so it's a bit mad um so it starts off with the recording of ocean eyes and billy is playing small venues so another thing i took from this is billy is obsessed with her fans She's yeah. absolutely obsessed with her fans. And I think this has a lot to do with her kind of being a diehard believer. Yeah. Yeah, so um, she was absolutely obsessed with Justin Bieber. Like her mom did it, did like an interview with the camera in their kitchen and was like, oh, like the amount of time she cried over Justin Bieber. She thought she wasn't going to love anyone else as hard as Justin Bieber. Yeah. On Christmas Day, they went to see Believe in the cinema. I I remember, I'm not, I remember, I read, like, I've done a lot of reading, but I read uh, that her mom was genuinely thinking about bringing her to therapy about the deep rooted issue. Like, oh, my why. God. I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised. Like, it's mad. <laughs> so in that, she meets Justin Bieber for the first time at Coachella at the Ariana Grande gig. Yeah, and she literally, yeah, yeah, so in the footage, in the documentary, because the thing is, when they... In the documentary, they obviously start off with the phone footage, but then when she gets a lot of success, it's clear they have a cameraman with them. Yeah. So that's that was kind of what I was trying to say earlier. And um, so when she sees Justin Bieber, like she literally is just standing there looking at him. He's looking at her. He goes to hug her and she runs back. Like she runs away. She physically just can't <laughs> believe he's there. And it's like mad because he's wearing a mask. You now this is before the pandemic. He he knew what we were all up to. Yeah. Um, Jesus Christ, voice of reason, Justin fucking Bieber. Um, no, it was a very sweet moment. Like he, like she literally just resists him at first, and then she just goes to give him a hug. And like during the whole gig, he's like holding her, and she's like crying in his chest. And it's like really, like it's bizarre to watch, but it's kind of sweet at the same time. And then she goes back in the car to go back to her hotel, her hotel room or whatever, and um, like she's singing a Justin Bieber song the whole way and back at the hotel and her mom she's inside her mom singing it and her mom's just like turn this off turn this off you can see her mom is physically disheveled by this <laughs> oh god yeah it's just gas like that like she is who she is but obviously like it just hones in that she was obviously just a girl you know what I mean yeah so like even like there's a video of her when she's 12 like she's recording it on like a phone and she showed it in an interview and she looks the same sounds the same but she's just there like I'm never gonna love anyone else as much as I love Justin Bieber I feel like I'm never gonna like it's so sweet I feel like you just need to watch clips from this and it's just so it's so sweet and fun um they recorded the album when we have obviously where do we go in the Phineas's bedroom yeah I knew that yeah, yeah. Is, they're, they're yeah. very humble 
they're a very humble family for all the success that she's having and Denise is having as well. I know, like it's it's shocking that like when you think about how big she is and then like what she still does, kind of like uh, I believe they're still in the home, are they? I know Phineas lives in a big house in Malibu and I think they are quarantined there, but I think they are I think the parents might still live in the home. I'd say she has her own house now. I I know they do. They talk every day to like she talks to her family every day. Like I know they are very, very close knit. I like I did watch a lot of like interviews and stuff her in preparation for this. So I know a little bit, but I just yeah. watched documentaries. So one thing that this documentary kind of portrays is Billy's artistry. Like she is an artist. She is a visionary. So if in mm. like I think about five minutes in, right? They're in her back garden and she has the phone and she's recording her mom sitting at this table with an empty glass and then she's like she's coming up with the concept for when the party's over so she's getting her mom to reenact what she's going to do in the video so she tells her mom to hold the glass up hold the glass there put it down she sees this all in her head like the entire video is her concept then that was the last video she had with the director because then she started directing all her own videos. Yeah, I know wants, that. She's a perfectionist. Perfectionist. Mm-hmm. She just wants everything to be 100% perfect. And if it's not, it's a, it's a different level of perfectionist that she's on. She's on her own planet. It's, yeah. It's very like, she's so young as well. In this, she's about 17 in this. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, she wouldn't have seen you. What else? Lots of things happen in the So Billy, yeah, Billy doesn't think she's like any good. Like it's mad. Like she just doesn't see how great she is. Even if, when she's playing at Coachella, she's like, "This is going to be shit." Like I just sound bad. <laughs> Clearly, she doesn't like. You don't play Coachella and sound bad. Like yeah. So um, like in on that in saying that, so the record company come to Phineas and they tell Phineas. She needs to write a hit, but he can't tell her that because then she just won't be able to do it. Like, she Mm -hmm. just doesn't think that she can do it. Yeah, like, even I watched, like, the Vanity Fair um, interviews and she kept saying she's bad at writing songs. Like, you're clearly not like <laughs> no, she's not she writes amazing songs so we see Billy we see Billy's rise to fame she starts playing solo shows in huge venues and she, uh, her mom like her parents like so when he, we compare this to someone who started out very young I don't know like Britney okay so Britney started at 17 then Billy is like at 17 in this documentary so her mom says at one point we have a whole army making sure you don't mess up Whereas I feel like, you know, obviously a lot of younger stars like Britney, even Justin, like didn't have that. No, and actually Justin would probably be a better, um, what's the word? Example. Comparison to this. Yeah. yeah. One, it was, in, it was in this kind of era, whereas like Britney was like, when she was a teenager, it was a long time ago. Like Justin Bieber's not, hasn't hit Torquay yet or is just off the cusp of Torquay, you know? And like Billy's just going 20. So it is very similar in the day and age of internet, social media. Um, and even though he didn't go like completely off the rails, like he did a little bit, you know? So like obviously that she had a team around her to make sure she doesn't end up like Justin Bieber. Because yeah, her- that is the worry, like, that is where he's for someone so young and like, you know, you know, um, 
the there's a lot of criticism with her and I feel like a lot of the criticism with her is that she's manufactured or she's in some way like an industry plant when this documentary clearly disproves that like she genuinely knows what she's doing she is a visionary she comes up with all of this herself yeah there's also an interesting scene so the first time I watched the documentary I didn't even uh, like I was like so freaked out by this not in like a mean way but like so she has Tourette's oh so, yeah now like yeah so she has like this tick that she just can't control so like there, there's a point in the documentary she's literally just sitting there uh, with her team and going over like the album's about to be released so she has a lot of things to do and then she just kind of like her head like her eyes go back in her head she starts shaking her head like and then she's like oh this just happens normally but it's like it's, it's kind of scary looking not in a mean way but like I know what you mean it's just it's daunting you're not used to seeing her like that because obviously they're not going to show that in interviews and it's not spoken about on a day-to-day that mm. so was just new for you do you know yeah. what I mean yeah so as well someone who does not come across well in this documentary is Billy's ex-boyfriend Q this is just okay. so Billy was dating this guy during her album release I think a little bit before for a bit for two years so a lot of the songs that you hear on like um uh, when we all fall asleep where do we go and happier than ever are about him so so what he would do he would drive home at one point he calls her and she's like how are you and he said he's he's hung over she asked did he drive home he said yes he's driving home under the influence she was not happy about that he doesn't call her back. He doesn't text her back. So she, when she's playing Coachella, she gets him a ticket. And yeah. he basically like fucks off for the entire weekend. So she played the show. This So when she playing, she's playing the Coachella show, the screen didn't work at first. And the audience was literally screaming, fuck the screen. We just want Billy out here. Mm-hmm. Like people love her and go mad for her. But obviously because she's such a perfectionist, she just wants to give it her all. And she's like, she gave her all, right? She forgot the lyrics to one of her songs. I'd say just out of nerves or whatever. Yeah. And even after, like, she's in the, like, trailer or whatever, wherever she is. Um, she's just sitting there, just like a blank stare on her face. And then Phineas and her mom are all like, you did amazing. Everyone loved it. Like, people are raving. And she's like, I hated it. It was crap. I, like, I forgot the lyrics to a song. And then she calls Q because she's upset, like. Yeah. And he, she's like, can you come here? And he tells her to go to where he is. Obviously, she can't really just go out there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And she, he tells her to try and go there, and she throws the phone. Like yeah. she's, she's just like people see her as such a because she's a, like a young performer. People are kind of viewing her as an adult, which legally she is now. But at this time, she was only seventeen, and she's a teenage girl going through all the emotions. Like, yeah, and going through that kind of I don't know if it was her forced, but like her. You know, your forced relationship for most people, that's not a good time. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's, it was just, you know, I feel bad for her. She wants to give her a hug. Mm. Uh, okay, very funny scene. Want to hear about this funny scene in the documentary? It's having a good chat as well. So, just as Billy's about to, she's getting ready for the show. And who should she run into but Katy Perry, who is very much cannot string a sentence together because she's off her face. <laughs> like, it's so funny to watch. And Katy Perry uh, was there with her fiancé, who is in Orlando Bloom, of course, who we all know. Yes, we do. So Katy just gives Billy a hug and she's like, look, if you need any help, like, you know, I know what this is like. If you need any advice, blah, 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 whatever. So yeah. 
Orlando Bloom keeps hugging her and he's off his face as well. <laughs> he's like, I would run to the top of a mountain just to hear your music and like hugs her. And she goes back <laughs> to get ready for the show. And um, she's like, she's like, I met Katy Perry and this guy. Uh, Phineas was like, was quoting, I think, parts of the Caribbean or something. She was like, she's, he was, she was like, that was Orlando Bloom. And she's like, who? That's who that was. And she has to Google him in Pirates of the Caribbean to figure out who it was. And it's the funniest thing in life. Oh, my God. <laughs> that just shows her age. Yeah. Oh, my God. So. <laughs> yeah. So going back to Q, Billy tries to get Q to, to go back to therapy. And then after that, after she breaks up with Q, um, you can see the kind of footage of her writing the song Happier Than Ever, which I did obviously at the time. It was February 2021. We didn't even know when the album was coming. Like, it was just interesting to kind of see that kind of process because it was like a song we heard, but then we didn't hear it until like later properly. Yeah. So then this is very harrowing part of the documentary. So she breaks up with Q. She has to go Mm -hmm. and put on a show in New York City. She puts on the show in New York City. And then after like backstage, she's being forced to meet people from the record. And they're like, it's the last group. And then more people come in. And she just walks away like she's had enough. And she's just her mom comes into the dressing room and is like, Billy, like, you know, there's pe- there's people here. And she's like, no, she, there's they keep saying last person, last person, last person. But more people keep coming in. And her mom is just kind of having a go at her and saying, look, it'll be over soon, whatever. And then it cuts to like the next day in the van, she, like in the van with all her team. She's like so upset um, because she read one comment saying that uh, so her fr- she was rude to like this person's friend or whatever when she was in reality she's just fed up um, and her she's like I can't have one bad moment without she just she just says that line I can't have one bad moment and then her mother says I'm sorry we failed you we shouldn't have been you know we should have just kind of done whatever so then as well, another part of the documentary. So there's a bit in Milan. Um, she relates to a festival in Milan. And obviously, I mentioned before that Billy is a perfectionist. Billy has Billy has a serious like leg injury from like her dance classes and whatever. Like she yeah. has serious shin, shin splints. Like she just jumps around and doesn't even just ignores the splints or whatever. Yeah. But this one, she starts jumping and she hurts herself and she runs off stage. They put the boot on her. And she just says, she just sits on a stool and says, I can't do this. Like, I, if I can't give it 100%, I'm just not doing it. And she yeah. just goes off, she's crying. Like, and even there, people around her, like, they'll take what you give them. Like, they're all here to see you. And there's thousands of people there. Yeah. Which, what do you think about that? I think she is, she's putting too much pressure on herself because she's taking too much pressure for herself if that makes sense and mm-hmm. um, I'm on the side of her her team saying they'll take whatever because if I was in that crowd I wouldn't care if she was lying on the ground singing you know what I mean yeah like of course we're there for a show and we're there for entertainment but I say we but like the audience they're there for a show they're there for entertainment but they are also there to see somebody that they listen to when they're happy, when they're sad, when they don't know what to do. And they don't ever listen to her like while seeing her in those moments. So when they're there, 
all they care about is being able to see well that's for me anyway when when I'm at a concert I'm there to hear somebody and see them in person and watch them so I don't care whether they're jumping around and giving 110 or after injuring themselves and still going on with the show I also think I may be in the mindset of the show must go on which I don't always agree with Mm -hmm. and then then on the other side of it if you don't want to do it don't do it because at the end of the day like you're not a circus monkey you're human so if you're not up for it don't do it yeah yeah now I I definitely want to give 100% but again if she was just standing there I just wouldn't care like yeah exactly same no I I would also be of that mindset too but then I would hate for her to also say if I was in the audience stand on that stage do what she can and then get off and be like I hated every second of that I wish I just had to come off you know Mm. yeah so yeah so she does that anyway but she doesn't feel good about it um, I mean, with all the success for Infineus, they're still so humble. They can't believe that they're being asked to write the Bond theme. And even then, yeah. when she's recording the Bond theme, she's like, oh, he sounds so crap. And she sounds unreal. <laughs> and then, so she wins the Grammys. This is the 2020 Grammys. She wins all the major awards. And yeah. um, so earlier on in the documentary, she gets a message from Justin Bieber's team that they want to do a collab. And she's like, I can't do an original song with him. He can just hop on bad guy or whatever, and which he did. Um, she's just like, I can't, I can't, and she's like, I can't even talk to him. And this is before, obviously, she met him at Coachella. Yeah. And then who FaceTimes her after she wins all the Grammys? But Justin Bieber, and she's like, she, so she's just like crying on the phone. She's like, she's just like, she doesn't say anything. He's just talking the whole time. And then she tells Phineas to get in here, but Phineas is in the next room getting changed. She's like, I don't have any trousers on. <laughs> And she's like, it's just like, Bieber's on the phone. Yeah, I'd be like, I don't care. Get in now. I won't show. Yeah. I won't show. Oh, um, God. So, yeah, that was the kind of document. That kind of the documentary. That was the documentary. The world's a little blurry. That's on Apple TV Plus. If you want to check that out. Yeah. The other one is uh, it's more of a concert special with no people there because it was during the pandemic. Yeah. Um, that was for Happier Than Ever, a love letter to Los Angeles. Um. So Billy, like that, as we've mentioned, she's a visionary. And even with this, she kind of, she just was performing the whole album start to finish. And she just kind of did everything she could, what she would work with, which is in the Hollywood Bowl, which if you don't know, is an outdoor area in LA. Lots of famous, very famous venue. Mm. Lots of famous people have played there. And yeah, she just, she just doesn't believe that she's there. Like she just can't believe her luck. She gets the children's chorus that she was in to sing on the song, I believe it's Goldwing. So that was actually pretty cute. And yeah, no, so that was just one. That's more of a concert special, but it is a really good concert special if you ever get the chance to watch it. It's kind of like with the documentary and the concert special, it's kind of like what Taylor did with like releasing the documentary on Netflix and then having the concert, her like pond sessions on Disney+. Plus. I like that. I see a lot of similarities between her and like other artists. Like she's one of my, like I would say my holy trinity of artists are like Billy, Taylor and Olivia. Because like, mm-hmm. I just love that kind of honesty in their music and just how they write songs. Yeah. No, she does. She definitely takes inspiration and you can see inspiration from other artists. But obviously like it is just pure inspiration. 
you know, she doesn't steal anything. She doesn't like um, manufacture other people's ideas, but she does take people's ideas and kind of run with them, but in her own way. Mm. Yeah. Which is perfect. Like, because in one of her interviews, I remember it was like her first ever when she was like, I want to make music no one has ever heard before. And then <laughs> the next year, her reaction to that was like, <laughs> I was so dumb. <laughs> and then the next year's reaction was like yeah I agree she was so dumb (laughs) (laughs) but she has like that's the thing that's why it was like so incredible when she came along because it was so different from kind of everything at that time because everything was very pop and kind of samey and she just kind of came along and you know she gets a lot of comparisons to kind of like when Avril Lavigne first came along when it was like very much a heavy kind of pop industry you know no, definitely, definitely. No, she did like she did change the way we all kind of like listen to music and stuff. Um, and she obviously did break the pop uh, mold that we were stuck in for a long time in that era. It was all just kind of like radio hits were being released. Mm. And while she is a very radio worthy artist, like you will hear her on the radio. Like obviously, I work in retail, and she, every shop I've ever worked in since. 2018 I've heard her all the time you know so um yeah that's all I have to say I don't know what else could we say about the life and career and the wonder that is Billie Eilish um yeah I don't know like I have some other things to say for our next topic but for this one I don't know I feel like I feel like her she changes like every year but like not like her personality but kind of like her style and stuff um which is something that I just I just thought of there like you know when we first saw her she had like her silver hair and she was really baby faced because she was 14 and then the next year it was the blue hair era and she was a very much sad girl in that era she was obviously having a very hard time. That was obviously when she was with her ex. He wasn't very nice. And then the next year, she was a bit happier. She came out with green hair, green and black, um, which was very iconic. And then the year after, still had the green and black. And now she's pure bleach blonde and being Marilyn Monroe. Like. Yeah, she gets a lot of criticism for that. And it's absolutely unjust because she's so young. Like, I know she we've kind of viewed her as a woman the whole time, but she realistically is, she's 19, like. She's still only a teenager. Like. Yeah. No, um, even like I have a bunch of magazine covers she's done. Like I have one from April where she's got her green and black hair and then the Vogue one from like July where she's like full blonde, Marilyn Monroe, happier than mm. ever era, like. And that was the one yeah. that kind of broke the internet and everyone was just mad about it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, what else? I feel like I had something else to say on the career of Miss Billie Eilish. There's something in the documentary, it's just not coming back to my head. I literally had it in my head there. I feel like part of the reason we view her as an adult though was because she wasn't like, she never portrayed herself as a child. I feel like she came into this being like, I want people to take me seriously. Yeah, and I think that's, if we compare that to like, I don't know, the likes of like Miley or Demi who came in with the Disney Channel and, you know, it's like, 
they were viewed as children and as soon as they tried to grow out of that mold it's like no no don't even think about it like exactly and then like you remember like um I remember people were just like as soon as she turned 18 people were like talking about her body and like just weird stuff and I'm like but he's like, I'll just give it a rest that is, sick. That is sick and disgusting she's only legal like, you know what I mean she's barely legal like leave the woman or the girl sorry my notes fell if anybody heard that that was just me being upset but she's only a girl <laughs> that's the new one leave Billy alone yeah hashtag leave Billy alone <laughs> Yeah, um, I had something in my head there, now it's gone, and it'll probably haunt me for the rest of my life. But, Look, um, yeah, come back to it if it pops back in. Yeah. We'll understand, we'll understand. Absolutely, so I have said what I needed to say. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a revolutionary visionary and is just amazing in so many amazing ways. Um, that was a sentence. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so... Miss Billie Eilish, although she is beloved by millions and has God knows how many million followers. I did not look that up. Um, Last time I checked, it was about 64. Well, there we go. Jesus Christ. I will check again, though, because it might be higher. But yeah, I'd say it's about that. Mm. So while you check that, I'm just going to talk about some scandals and criticisms that uh, have come into the way of Miss Billie Eilish. What, what's with the jaw dropping? It's very off. How much is it? 91.7 million. <laughs> That's very off. Well, 64 and 91. She's nearly at a billion. <laughs> anyway, guys. Okay. So let's get into Let's get dark with the scandals and criticisms that have faced Miss William Eyelash. Um, in June 2021, a TikTok user named LCXVY uh, uploaded clips of Billy and Phineas using a racial slur against people of Chinese descent and mocking Asian accents. In the yeah. video, Phineas also says Billy is using a black accent or blackcent. Uh, fans had called for the cancellation of Eyelash However, others defended her, saying it was a part of her Tourette syndrome. In July, in an interview with Vogue Australia, Billy shared that she was ashamed of her actions. She said, the internet brings up uh, things from everybody's past. And I'm like, don't you guys understand that everybody is incredibly embarrassed and ashamed of their past? She went on to say, I said so many things that I totally don't agree with and or think the opposite thing. In a statement on Instagram, Billy also said, I am appalled and embarrassed and I want to barf that I ever mouthed that word. She then said she only used uh, this word once when she was singing along to a song and didn't know it was derogatory. She ended with, regardless of my ignorance and age at that time, nothing uh, excuses the fact that it was hurtful and therefore I am sorry. So Billy in the video is about 13 or 14. Um, not that that's an excuse. No. But... Uh, when I think about like things other people like people in my year or like other 13 or 14 year olds are saying at that age yeah there's a much worse things making just horrendous things like oh my god I just think people, yeah it's like she says everyone has a past 
Of course, I, I have a note here that I wrote down. I was like, look, she's a young woman and she's growing up very much in the spotlight. She's going to say and do stupid things. If I had eyes on me since I was 14, I would have been well and truly cancelled as well. Because we've. I feel like we've all said and done things that probably weren't very politically, politically correct. And the only way forward is to recognise that to apologize whether you just like whether you're not with the eyelash and you're just sitting in your bedroom but just apologize to i know the world and be conscious to not do that again which obviously she's a growing woman i'm saying that as a 24 nearly 25 year old woman she's not even 20 yet yeah you know so like people have to obviously call her out of course call anybody out that's saying things that are wrong or doing things that are wrong or just aren't being kosher for a better for a lack of better term but like yeah call people out but there's no need for cancellation you know once the person is growing and changing and it's not illegal yes 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 you get me (laughs) Like, once he's not hurting anybody or con- doesn't continue to hurt anybody and is making a conscious effort, then we can see that. Like, let her move on. Because people bringing up stuff like this from the past or, like, being like, oh, well, I won't listen to her music because she done that. But, like, you've probably said or done something in the past. Because if you haven't, you're lying. Yeah. I think it's just, it's holding people in the public eye, especially of her stature, to a higher standard than we would hold yeah. ourselves. And we shouldn't be holding anyone to a higher standard, no, regardless of their fame, regardless no. of their status. Um, cancel culture is so dangerous. I don't partake in it particularly. No. Um, if I don't agree with someone's actions, I'm just going to, I'm going to let them explain. If I don't like their explanation, I'm just not going to support their work, you know? yeah it's just part it's just part of life uh we all make mistakes and we all grow up and she's 19 people yeah she is still a teenager okay so let her live let her live her life we do not contain any racist language but everyone makes mistakes everybody has those days hannah montana said it wisely um and we are obsessed with the lore of hannah montana here at make it a podcast yes we are um, so another criticism she faced this year uh, involved queer baiting. So after the music yeah. video for Lost Cause was released, fans accused uh, Billie Eilish of queer baiting. The music video portrays Billie and a group of girls, uh, female friends, having a sleepover, dancing, sitting on a bed, twerking, having fun. Along Alongside the video, Billie uploaded an image from behind the scenes uh, with the caption, I like girls. Many took this as a coming out statement rather than an appreciation of women. One comment read, this is gas, bye, I literally cannot. It's like if she's coming out for good for her, but if she claims to be straight after this, bestie, it's queer betting. Sorry. Another comment read, are you gay or are you queer betting? Many fans have ever defended Billie Eilish, and I'm going to get those screenshots up now. They are on my phone. There we go. So Matt XIV said, my only thoughts on Billie Eilish queer baiting in the inverted comments, commas, is more that 100 anti-bills, anti-trans bills have been introduced in state legislatures this year, and they are all infinitely more harmful than 19-year-old publicly exploring her sexuality without labels. 
another user called Soya Milk Latte. Uh, if you take away the male gaze, you'll see that Billie Eilish is not crew baiting. And instead, sapphics have always been sexualized in the media. Therefore, seeing a group of women together, you automatically think it's more sexual than it is. Another Twitter user. Not to not to do a disclosure, but I got to say on the Billie situation, queer baiting is a term that applies to fiction Meanwhile, Billy is an actual person exploring, experimenting, doing whatever in her own way. And the last one I have here from Bimini Babes, uh, my hot take on the Billy Eilish queer baiting. Can't a human experiment their sexuality without needing the need of labeling? Why do we assume everyone has to be straight until proven otherwise? Less labels, more love. Yeah, um, I want to know your opinion on it. Like, what is your opinion? Well, I saw the video and I didn't think it was queer baiting. No, I didn't think that I saw the video as well, and I didn't think the video was queer baiting. I think she's actually getting the hate for just the statement. I like women. She does like women, but not in that way. But like, she likes women. I like, I like women, and I'm, you know, very much a gay man. So, <laughs> and I'm a very straight woman, and you know, like obviously you can't comment on what somebody else is, but like I honestly don't think anybody's fully 100% hetero no no one is binary or any like just like you know yeah like nobody's 100% anything to be honest no they aren't you no one is no one is here's the thing with this video okay I saw I just saw a bunch of girls at a sleepover dancing in their pajamas nothing like I haven't seen when we compare this to like all the rap videos that we've seen where men are degrading women Women are, you know, doing whatever, you know, and even in the lyrics, like, you know, all these different things being said. I can't even think of one right now, but you know know what I'm talking about. Like, I don't think it's a fair criticism to do that to a woman when a man has done this time and time again to, in a way, to degrade women. She's not degrading women. She's saying she appreciates women. She loves women. Not in that way, necessarily. But she is... She's young. She, if she wants to experiment and explore her sexuality, she can do that 100%. Like, uh, personally, I think the video is, like, the video is meant to be, like, sexy. And it is meant to, I feel like some of the girls were doing movements to portray some sort of sexiness. But I don't think it was in the sense of Billy done it because she wanted people to think that she is gay, do you get me? Which yeah. is what people are accusing her of. I think she was just like, do what you want, let's have fun. It's a very fun video, you know, like there's a shot where it cuts to her in the wardrobe and she's like screaming along with the lyrics and stuff. It's just fun. It's just a 19-year-old being a 19-year-old. They're having a sleepover. But this is my thing. You feel like, and especially the female, this is going kind of towards the female presenting people that have mm-hmm. a problem with this. Do you think by them seeing it as more sexualizing these women, um, or or you know what I mean in that sense? Do you think that is internalized sexism? Because I do. Because that thought never crossed my mind. As in, oh well, she she must be gay. She must be boy. She must have this. If this is her video, I just was like, oh, like. Like you said, like they're having sleepover, they're having fun, she's with her friends, they're all because they're just doing what young girls would do. 
it is definitely I... it's definitely internalized sexism it's definitely internalized misogyny as well i would put it with that as well um like i feel like internalized misogyny happens with all women in the music industry like you had like taylor swift who writes about her relationships and you know she has who she's and then there's this narrative in the media where it's like oh she's mad she's writing about all the lads that she's ever been with and every song is about a different lad but in reality she's writing about her life experiences and if her life experiences uh, correlate to her relationships that's what it is and she yeah. she said in an interview no one criticizes the likes of Ed Sheeran or Bruno Mars writing about their experiences with women because for them it's them being vulnerable but if she does it she's crazy like I don't know it's internalized misogyny uh, has always and misogyny and sexism in general has always existed in music we saw it with mm-hmm. we saw it with taylor we saw it with miley when she in her bangers era you know people just will always we see it with little mix as well people always have something to criticize about women in the music industry and let's face it women in the music industry are kind of leading the music industry in the best way yeah they so. are because if they weren't and if they weren't in it like you know it would be a, not a fun place. <laughs> no, it would not. So the last part of the scandal and criticisms uh, segment for this show is uh, body shaming. So known for her baggy clothes, Billy's body has required has remained a mis- a mystery as she wasn't known for showing it off. In a twenty in twenty nineteen, a photo of a seventeen year old Billy wearing an open hoodie and a tank top was criticised as many seem to have sexualised her in that moment. In an interview, yeah. Billy said, I never wanted the world to know everything about me. That's why I wear baggy clothes, because they haven't seen what's underneath. In March 2020, an interlude from Billy's tour was released called Not My Responsibility, which saw her strip down and sing into uh, a pool of like black ink. The narration included things like, some people hate what I wear, some people praise it. If I wear what is comfortable, I am not a woman. If I shed the layers... I am a slut. Though you've never seen my body, you still judge it. After a paparazzi photo, I uh, saw Billy in a tank top with her hair tied back in sweatpants. She was heavily uh, body shamed with one man saying she had a wine mom body. On her Instagram story, uh, Billy shared a video with the caption, can we normalize real bodies? Billy told Vogue in 2021 that the comments really offended her. But yeah, like I just feel really bad for it. And I also remember um people were talking about her her chest when that came around as well. And as a woman who has had a bigger chest than most people around me, it's so tiring. And this is just coming from me, right? Mm-hmm. It's so tiring to keep hearing it all the time. And like even people don't mean it in a bad way. So it actually breaks my heart. I actually feel like crying at the oh. because she has probably billions of people talking about it, if not hundreds of millions talking about it. And oh, it just makes me so upset for her, especially because she tried so hard to keep it. And I also remember it was in one of her vanity fairs as well. She was like, when that came out people were like calling her fat like like the wine mom one what wine mom, mom body. body but then if we're gonna compare it dad bods are worshipped. praised praised <laughs> right now i know why moms 
come on, bods can't be too. There, there is, there, look, there's somebody for everybody. There's a category for everybody. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, people are like, oh, he has a dad bod. But it takes one man to be like, she has a wine mom bod. And I'm like, oh, but I just feel so bad for her because she is so young and she's still growing and her brain is still developing. That's, that's the thing. Yeah, her brain is still developing. Her body's going to change. Like, everyone's body changes. Everyone's body changes. And if you're 20-odd and your body doesn't look like the way it did when you were 17, good. And if it does, good. <laughs> good for you, <laughs> if you were in good nick. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> like you're going to change as you grow. And that's okay because, like, you know. Yeah, so I'm just going to share a little bit on this. So on the new album happier than ever that not my responsibility video was uh made into a track an interlude track on the album and yeah. spotify when she released the album she did a thing with spotify where there was like two or three versions of the album and one included like they would play the song and then she would explain like what was the song was about afterwards so after yeah. not my responsibility played she explained that that was an interlude on the tour and when that came out people were praising her for her body and being so vulnerable but then cut to like six months later they see her in a tank top and then she's like everyone was calling me fat okay I just think this is a stupid commentary it's not a necessary commentary for someone so young whose body is changing she's not going to look the same in 40 years and if she does good on you um like it was like <laughs> this was a commentary that kind of pissed me off with the friends reunion I'm just kind of bring into that so people were constantly saying that the, ca- the cast of Friends did not look the same as they did in when the show started 26 or 27 years ago. They, don't, they aren't going to look the same 26, 27 years ago because they're all in their 50s and people are just, oh, people are so obsessed with image. It does my head in. People are very obsessed with image and kind of, again, it, do, it makes me really sad. But like that's like just let like her her body has nothing to do with her voice. Her voice and her personality and her voice and her personality are the reasons why me and you are sitting here talking about her today. It's not her body. I can assure you that. Yeah. That's the reason I am a fan of Billie Eilish. So she could be whatever size she wants. She could tone right up. She could would do whatever she wants and it would not matter to me because I am not here to look at her body I'm here to listen to her voice and probably you never know learn from her you know yeah yeah so those are the scandals and criticisms of Billie Eilish guys just let's all be better people (laughs) let's all progress in this world let's just not judge anyone let's just focus on yourself Uh, we're getting serious now jesus christ this is a great episode and if anybody has been offended by anything i've said take a look (laughs) fuck off because i've said nothing wrong (laughs) (laughs) that's a you problem not me (laughs) i need to stop swearing so much on this podcast actually i don't no you don't why do you because it's your podcast it's my body (laughs) (laughs) i'm joking that was a bad joke um, okay, so we're going to play a little game, a little mm. Billy-themed game. So uh, you mentioned the Vanity Fair interview earlier. Yeah. So what we're going to do is I've to- taken a few questions from 
the Vanity Fair um, article as well as kind of incorporated some personal ones in there. Um, oh, so know. we're gonna we're gonna ask each other these questions, and then a year later, if we remember, well, we have this podcast to remember, so we do. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna put in my calendar after this podcast. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, it'll be this so, date next year. We cut to what day is it today? The twenty first of September next year, twenty twenty two. We will be asking each other these questions again. Yeah. So uh, it's ten, eleven questions actually. So who wants to ask first? Will I ask you or you ask me? Um, I'll ask you. Okay. So Evan, what advice would you give yourself a year from now? A year from now. Ooh. I wrote here from you. Um, look around you and soak up every moment and be grateful for right now. Oh, that's a really nice answer. <laughs> what advice would you give yourself a year ago? A year ago. I'm trying to think where I was a year ago. Um, like what headspace I was in. Although things may seem a little blurry, Rosal Blurry, um, things may seem a little blurry now, but it will all become clear. Oh, Evan, you're going to make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time I was like, when are we going to cry on this podcast? This episode. <laughs> um, okay, number three. What is your favorite movie? Okay, well, this is a tough one because this answer changes all the time. Yeah, I'm the same. Currently, because I just rewatched it for the millionth time. I'd probably say the movie Get Out. Okay. Uh, what is your favourite colour right now? My favourite colour right now in this moment? Yes. Um, I would probably say purple. Hmm. Very nice. What is your biggest regret? Ooh. That's a tough one. Because I tried to live life without regrets, but I have regrets because I'm a human being. Um, yeah. My biggest regret is not enjoying time off when I had it. Yeah. Um, what is the biggest thing you've learned in your life? Ooh. God. Ugh. <laughs> Any problem you have is temporary. Yeah. Yeah. So any problem you have is temporary. So it will pass. There we go. There we go. Perfect. It will pass. And what country would you love to visit? Uh, Well, there are lots of places. I would really, I've always wanted to visit Japan just because they really celebrate cartoon culture there. So that's kind of my thing. Yeah, definitely. And and who was your dream guest on Make It a Podcast? Right now, who would I say? Oh, God. I mean, William was a great guest, but he's not a dream guest. No offense, William. <laughs> um, I will probably say Paris Hilton. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, how would you define your style in three words? Oh, God, it's very similar to Billy Eilish, actually. Um, it's baggy. Yeah. It's comfortable. Mm-hmm. And it's nerdy. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> um, what is your philosophy? My philosophy? I feel like I'm just going to quote something. Is that okay? 
That's fine. Okay. It's just a bit of a stupid one, but I do. I say I, I did say I would get this tattooed on my lower back. Um. <laughs> from <laughs> Olivia. <laughs> From Olivia Rodrigo's Deja Vu, it's uh, watching reruns of Glee, being annoying, and singing in harmony. Ah, oh, fair. Yeah. That, that makes sense. <laughs> the one there that actually connects with me. Um, and what do you want to say to yourself in the year? Ooh, it's very similar to the very first question, but um, something, that's uh, not, something that's not advice would yeah. probably be... Oh my god! Just um, you will get there. There we go. Okay, you will get there. Perfect. Sorry, I'm after losing you. Not losing you. You're gone really small. Cool. Okay, we're back. Anyway. Okay. Right. So, are you ready for these questions? Yeah. Question one: What advice would you give yourself a year from now? Um. So in a year from now, I would probably say, keep going. You can do it. You're nearly there and you're one step closer. That's what I would say. That's my advice. Just keep going, Katie. Keep doing it. Don't give up. And don't drop out this time. Yeah. Okay. Question two. What What advice would you give yourself a year ago? Um, I would say stop worrying so much because it won't matter this time next year. Because guess what? It doesn't matter. Whatever I was worrying about, it doesn't matter. Because mm-hmm. I know it's my old job and I'm not in that job anymore. And I'm there not in we that go. Career anymore, so. There we go. There we go. Question three. What is your favorite movie? <sighs> this is a hard one, but you know, I'm just gonna go with my childhood favorite movie, and it's Finding Nemo. That's it. Okay, perfect. Question four: What's your favorite color right now? Yellow. Yeah, yellow. I'm just drawn to it at the minute. Mm-hmm. Question five, what's your biggest regret? My biggest regret is not saying no to people. Okay. Question six, what's the biggest thing you've learned? The biggest thing I have learned is, and um, it's similar to yours, and it's it, it's all going to be okay. It'll work the way it's meant to work and you just have to let you just have to let things run their course Mm -hmm. question seven what country would you love to visit Vietnam Vietnam yeah really want to go to Vietnam question eight who is your dream guest on making a podcast Oh, I have so many, but honestly, <laughs> my dream guest would be Chris Clements. I knew you were going to say that. Love him so much. <laughs> okay, how would you define your style in three words? 
I would define my style comfy, like yourself, um, cutesy, and plain. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Question 10. What's your philosophy? I need definition on philosophy just for a second. Like, just yeah, so just I don't give me a minute. I, I, was trying to, I was trying to Google it, but I didn't want to get off my screen. And then I didn't want to type and distract our okay. listener. Philosophy meaning. So, uh, a theory or attitude that acts as a guiding principle for your behavior. Oh, okay. Yeah, these are all my answers are very similar, but um, yeah, my, I say my philosophy then, I suppose, is if it will be, it will be. Um, ironic, I have case rat tattooed on my forearm, so, you know. <laughs> They're Hannah Montana lyric. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and question 11, what do you want to say to yourself in a year? You better be a full licensed driver or else. And that is a threat. Licensed. <laughs> <laughs> and there we go. No, we're not listened. L I S. So license. L I S C E N S E D. Spelling tests were my favourite part of primary school. Of course they were. <laughs> They actually were. I only said that the other day. <laughs> okay, well, that was our Vanity Fair game, so we will return to that in a year. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I want to talk about very quickly just a quick discussion. What do we think is next for Billy Eilish? Okay, next. My chair is fucking creaky. Oh my god. Are you okay? Yeah. Okay, um, what's next for Billie Eilish? Oh, I don't know, but I can obviously see more music coming. I don't think she's going anywhere, as in she's not leaving us anytime soon. Although I do see that in the future. But as of now, I feel like she's just going to keep continuing to grind and get back on her live shows and just make them better than ever. Okay, yeah, I would agree with that. I just remembered the thing from the documentary I wanted to say, so I'll just put it in here. I think it's actually a perfect place to say it. Um, so in the documentary, she is doing an interview and she said that she gets criticism for her music being very depressed or sometimes even fake depressed. And she's like, I don't want to... And she, she, people are telling her to make like more happy music. She's like, I don't want to make more happy music if I'm not happy. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to get that in there because I forgot it earlier. What's next for Billy in my eyes? Well, she's got the Happier Than Ever tour in 2022, which I sadly cannot attend. Raging. Um, Let's see, just more amazing music, more great albums, more stuff for my vinyl collection. More clothing lines because I'm obsessed. I bought these pieces of her clothes from Bershka and H&M. I'm not big of a fan. Um, Yeah, just more, more of Billy. More of Billy the human and more of Billy the singer. So there we go. Yes, I agree. Okay, so Evan. Oh, tables are turning this week. The tables are turning. It is time for your pop quiz. So this week we thought it would be a better idea for me to run the pop quiz because 
Evan's a huge fan. Yes. Um, so I'll bring her down. I'll have her on my lap. Is that cheating? No, it's fine. Once she, she doesn't whisper in your ear. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, perfect. So let me just get it up. I actually, I'm bougie today. I have it on a Word document. Oh, wow. I know where I am coming up in the world. <laughs> uh, okay, perfect. So question number one in her <laughs> You stop distracting me with that. <laughs> okay, I'll leave her to the side for now. She's here for me. Thanks. Okay, she's there for in her Vanity Fair, so her third Vanity Fair interview, who did Billy refer to as a literal god? Whoa. I can make a multiple choice if you want me to. Okay, no, I think it might be, was it Tarder the creator? No. Was it Justin Bieber? No. Was it, no, it's not Phineas. Like it's a very, it's a very like it's a, it's a bit of a sneaky question. Like it's not okay. Can I get a multiple choice on this one? Yes, you can get a multiple choice. So I'll just use um, I didn't actually have prepared, but I'll just do a multiple choice. So I'll use Phineas, uh, Khaled, Adele, or uh, Ariana Grande. I'm gonna say Khaled. No, it was Adele. What? Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, no, right? I was like, wow, that was weird. <laughs> they do not exist in the same universe to me. I don't know what it is. I know. She was talking. I should have put this in the question. It would have given it away. It probably would have been nice. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm that was so- fine. I'm so bad when it comes to quizzes. Um, but it was talking about Belton. So she was calling her a literal god because we're Belton. Anyway. Number two, what rule did Billy's parents have in place that used to get her out of going to bed? Something like you couldn't, you had no, to like, go to bed. It was she like, didn't have to go to bed if she was doing something. If she was working on music consistently. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, it was just working on music, yeah. Yeah. Um. So number three, when was Billy's first album, When We All Fall Asleep, Where Did We Go, released? Um, full date, but if not, I'll take more than year. Okay, uh, I know this because it's very close to my birthday. It's March 29th, 2019. Yes, it is. And I had a feeling you'd know that because it's so close to your birthday, but I just thought I'd ask. Um, what song of Billy's knocked Old Town Rose by Lil Nas off the Billboard Top 100 list after 19 weeks? It was a bad guy. Yeah, it was. Um, if Billy was to sit down for a Netflix binge, what would she most likely watch? And this is multiple choice. So it's Big Mouth, Friends, Parks and Rec, or The Office? The Office. Yes. Because she did the thing with Rain Wilson, that quiz thing where he quizzed her on the office and she samples the office in My Strange Addiction. Ah, very good. What TV series fe- featured, you know, the answer is funny. What TV <laughs> series <laughs> featured Billy songs in two seasons? And bonus points if you can name the songs per season. Okay, well, it's 13 Reasons Why, is it? Yeah. Okay, Bored is one of them. Okay. And then it's coming out and play the other? No, it's not. Six Feet Under? No. That, no. That's a good comparison. No, apparently not. 
in my research. Not when I was older. It's not when I was older. That's from Roma. I don't know the other one. Okay, so yeah, you got the question, so that's good. But um, it was bored in season one and lovely in season two. Ah, oh, damn it! I forgot about lovely, and I love that song. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was like, oh my god, the only eight questions came up, and I was like, no, we're prepared to. No, it's okay. Um, so silly. Barely, barely. Oh my god, Billy rarely smiles in photographs. What is the reason she once gave for this? I can give him multiple choice if you want. Oh, can you please give me multiple choice because I don't know. Yeah, that's okay. Um, she doesn't like it. She feels powerless. She had a cracked tooth or her eyes go squinty. She feels powerless. Yes. She feels powerless because as uh, a young woman, she's uh, a young girl, she's always often told to smile. So she doesn't like to show her smile. Oh, so I love that. Yeah, I know. So finish this lyric. I'm that bad type. Make your mama sad type. Finish that. I'm that bad type. Make your mama. Make your girlfriend mad type. Might seduce your dad type. I'm the bad guy. And for anyone being like, that's a basic question. A lot of people think that lyric is make your girlfriend mad type. A lot of people think that because that's what the rest of the song says. Mm-hmm. But it's mad tight, which I heard you say. Oh. That's why I put that in. Um, yeah, because a lot of people say, um, make your girlfriend mad type, but it's not that. So, um, yeah, so what food did Billy's old Instagram handle once mentioned? I remember this because I used to follow her when she had this name, uh, Avocados. Yes. And can you remember what the handle was? Where are the avocados? Yeah. That's it. That was 10, wasn't it? Yeah, it was 10. Yeah, I got eight right. Yay. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Go you. I had, I had good faith in me. Mm. Had one or two sneakies. <laughs> So next up, we are going. That was fun. Uh, so next up, we're going to pop Billie Eilish on the pop scale. We are going to rate her out of five based on her place in pop culture and how much we like her. Okay, I'm going to let you go first. Out of five, what are you giving Miss uh, Billie Eilish? Okay, Miss Eilish, I will, through no fault of your own, give you a four and a half. You just, I'm just not that big of a fan, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, not that obsessed, but. Could listen to her all day. Had so much fun researching for this, and um, was really transported back to kind of when I was into her music a lot. Um, and was also like, I need to listen to her more. Why don't they listen to her more? So yeah, four and a half, solid for me. What about you? Oh, uh, it's got to be a five. No surprise yeah. there. I am obsessed. I have her beside me right now. <laughs> full of um, merch. <laughs> it's full of merch. I have vinyls. I have. Happy clothes i have so many things so many magazine covers i'm obsessed with Billie eilish mm-hmm. i have not seen her i was meant to see her last year but covid was like no i'm not gonna let no. you do that no <laughs> um no, and i can't go see her sadly in 2022 just due to my schedule and life and how things work out but one day yeah. it will happen i she is the only artist i would probably go to a festival for i never go to festivals but i will stand out in the rain i do not care <laughs> 
Yes, so, you will. Miss Billy Irish is getting a five from us. So, Katie, where can people find us? People, um, are you going to pop? What's popping before we go? Oh shit! 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 shit. Yeah. Um. Just sorry, I just got, I just, I just got very excited. I'm sorry. We're talking about video. It's my favorite thing ever. Um. Yeah. So what's popping? We talk about uh, what we're enjoying in terms of pop culture. Uh, so Katie, what is popping with you? Uh, what is popping with me? I've, I'm really back. I'm really bad back on the TikTok bandwagon, and I just can't even get into it. But yeah, it's TikTok for me. It's consuming me. And Sims, mm. Sims. Ooh, Sims. Yeah. I haven't played Sims in years. What am I? Oh, enjoying right now i had an answer but now it's gone oh do you know what i'm kind of surprisingly loved and i'm gonna you're gonna hate this the d'amelio show on disney plus i thought i was gonna hate it and then i watch it and i was like oh no i actually like these girls now what's happening oh no i know i now follow them and i really like dixie song cycle i'm sorry i'm such a I'm such a basic bitch, but it's, like it's a great TikTok song, in fairness. I, I don't like Noah Beck, okay? So I'm not fully on that, okay? I can't stand him. You're but selling I, out <laughs> <laughs> What happened to my integrity? I never used to watch reality shows. And then we started this podcast. <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. I'll probably like it, like watch it and enjoy it as well. I watched Too Hard to Handle and loved it, so... <laughs> I can't understand anybody, okay? Yeah, so I'm loving the Demilio show right now. So, Katie, as I was said before, where can the people find us? So, you finally can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Make It A Podcast. You can rate and comment and do all the things and subscribe on Spotify and Apple Music. And you can also listen to us on Prime. Uh, yeah, so just a uh, backward on that. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Amazon Music, Audible. We are now also now on Google Podcasts. Oh, also, well, last week, I want to explain the Spotify situation and with the Flushed Away episode just very quickly. Yeah. So if you go on Google Podcasts, we have two episodes on Flushed Away. That is because I had to re-upload the episode. Um, uh, however, on Apple, Amazon, Audible and Spotify, because it didn't go up on Spotify in the first place, I had to re-upload it. So right. if you go on those ones, it's only one Flush Away episode. If you're on Google Podcasts, it's two. Um, so it seems it looks like we have two parts. It's two of the same episodes. That is not a fuck up on my part. That's a fuck up on Google's part. I'm trying to get that resolved. I don't think it will be resolved, but it's there if you want to listen to it. So You can listen to it twice. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so that's where you can find us. That's where you can follow us and rate and subscribe. Uh, and that is the end of the episode on Miss Billy Eilish. So we will, uh, you will hear from us next week. You will. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.